What do you typically do to take care of yourself? Read a book? Exercise? Watch an episode or two of Real Housewives? Self-care, as I'm sure we all know, is an essential component of SEL. More than that, however, it's just essential in maintaining our health and well-being, as well as the health and well-being of the people around us. With current world events necessitating social distancing, taking care of ourselves is more important than ever. In this episode, we will discuss ways for all of us, teachers, parents, kids, and families, to take care of ourselves. Hello, I'm James Lucas, and thank you for joining us on this episode of SE Elementary. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Frameworks of Tampa Bay, a nonprofit organization that empowers educators, youth services professionals, and parents and guardians with training, coaching, and research-based resources to equip youth with social and emotional skills. I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. At this point, many of us have been stuck at home for weeks. For those with kids, I'm sure it feels a lot longer than that. And if you're anything like me, you're probably getting restless and looking forward to getting back to some sort of normal. For many of us, though, it's not just getting back into our regular everyday routines. I've been lucky enough to work from home and have a job, but that's increasingly becoming the exception. So many people need things to reopen just so they can get back to work. A lot of people are struggling with paying rent and putting food on the tables, and all of this is creating a very stressful and uncomfortable situation. In the last few episodes, we've discussed things like staying calm and being kind and creating routines and a sense of normalcy for our children. As current events drag on, and they will uh, in some form for the foreseeable future, it's going to take a lot more than just putting on a brave face and saying everything will be all right to support and guide our families and our children. The truth, however, is that everything will be all right. It's difficult to see a finish line right now, but it's definitely there and every day we get a little bit closer to it. How we cross that finish line, however, is important. This is where today's topic of self-care comes in. Hello, welcome aboard, and thanks for flying with Delta. It's unlikely, but if cabin pressure changes, the panels above your seat will open, revealing oxygen masks. If this happens, reach up and pull the mask toward you until the tube is fully extended. Place the mask over your nose and mouth, slip the elastic strap over your head, and adjust the mask if necessary. Breathe normally and note that oxygen is flowing, so don't worry if the bag doesn't inflate. Be sure to adjust your own mask before helping others. Most of us are familiar with the clip that we just heard, which is part of an airline safety spiel before taking off. On a plane, you're always told that in case of emergency, you should put on your oxygen mask before helping others. Why do you think that is? I think that we can only help others when we take care of ourselves first. If there is an emergency on a plane, for example, and I don't put on my mask before trying to assist those around me, I could pass out 
and then I'm not going to be able to help anyone. To some, it may sound counterintuitive, but to support the people we love, we need to make sure that we are first helping ourselves. So how do we do this, especially during times of crisis like this? How do we put ourselves first? And how can we take care of others? To help us answer these questions, I've asked members of the Framework staff to share with us some of their thoughts on self-care during social distancing. Let's begin with middle school team lead, Katie Kaiser. During this time of social isolation, I found several different strategies I used to take care of myself and also my family. First, I found it really helpful to stick with a routine, a familiar structure of each day, which helps create consistency throughout the week, even if I modify it a little bit each day depending on the day. Consistency often helps to ease anxiety around the uncertainty of these times, and it can be as simple as having my coffee first before I check emails, or taking a set lunch break, or going on a walk at the end of the workday. Next, to take care of myself during this time of social isolation, I have made intentional time to be active. I love exercising and being active outside, but it doesn't always have to come in the form of working out. Going on walks or tending to my porch plants or deep cleaning the house like I've been meaning to since forever, they all get me moving and help me relieve any stress or worries. And it's been fun to include my family in on this too. Finally, it's been helpful to reach out to my family and friends during this time. When the workday goes by so fast, it's helpful to just pause and think of somebody who might benefit from a quick text or a phone call to check in just to see how they're doing and to say hi. These connections and these relationships help to keep me grounded and focus on the things that I can control, like letting others know how much they mean to me. doing during a social isolation to take care of yourself. During this time, I have been trying to be more active, like going for a walk or riding my bike. I've also been able to connect more with some of my friends and family. During this time of social isolation, I have really had to work hard on prioritizing self-care. So often it's an area that's overlooked for me, but now more than ever, I've had to be more intentional about it so I can personally feel more comfortable and more balanced navigating these uncertain times, and also so that I can be prepared to support my family more effectively. Oftentimes it has helped me to reflect on the sentiment that you cannot pour from an empty cup. Self-care for me has been a multi-pronged approach focusing on my social, emotional, physical, and mental wellness. In terms of my social and emotional wellness, I've really had to limit my access to media and social media because it was creating a lot of uncomfortable emotions. It's easy to become overwhelmed by the amount of information and opinions that are out there, so I've really had to monitor this by setting dedicated times in my day to check social media and to look at reliable sources for information like the CDC so that I can make more informed decisions for my family and I. In terms of physical self-care, I've incorporated more movement into my day. 
I have the good fortune right now of being able to work from home full time. This has definitely been an adjustment, and one of the ways that I have been more active during this time is to take meaningful breaks when I really need to from my work in order to stay active and in order to refocus, particularly when I feel like there is way too much going on at one time. For me, sometimes this looks like taking a quick walk outside if the weather permits, but more often than not, it looks like getting up to perform simple tasks around the house, like going downstairs to refill my water so I can not only get active but stay hydrated too. It also looks like coming up with quick five minute tasks around the house I can do. So, I can stay on top of chores and have a quick break. I have to admit that lately some of my better ideas have been coming to me as I fold that never ending pile of laundry or wipe down a countertop. It's kind of cathartic. An added bonus for me is feeling like I'm just staying a little bit more on top of my to do list at home. So, it's a win win situation. Finally, I've had to become a lot more intentional about checking in with family and friends via FaceTime, WhatsApp, or Zoom. This has really helped my mental health overall. It's just my husband and I at home, but my parents live nearby and we have extended family all over. This time of social isolation may have put a physical distance between us, but it has gone a long way to strengthen our bond socially because we all have been a little bit more intentional. About staying in touch. I will say that goes a long way in helping me to fill my cup often, and it helps me to keep my priorities in line. Given our current circumstance, I believe it's important to take care of yourself and participate in self care routines and activities. During self-isolation, I've had to be creative in different ways to practice self-care. I feel like I can go on and on about the different ways that I take care of myself, but one of my new favorite things I have partaken in has been connecting with friends and family. We schedule FaceTime and Zoom get-togethers where we play virtual games such as Jackbox TV, Apples to Apples, cards, or even competitive games like paper basketball. It's important to me and makes me feel close to the people I love, even though we can't be face to face. I've also created a schedule which allows me to walk my dogs outside twice a day while listening to music that fits my mood. This lets me exercise, connect with my fur children, and encourages me to go outside, which ultimately rejuvenizes my mind and body. I create different playlists depending on my energy level and how I'm feeling. This can change from my morning walk to my evening walk. Last but definitely not least, is all about my definition of relaxation. This involves hot water, lavender bubble bath, a sweet smelling candle, and the lights dim with calming music in the background. This was something I often overlooked with my busy schedule, but I have made taking a bubble bath a priority while being in quarantine. My goal is to keep this as one of my routines because it provides me with a dedicated time to sit, reflect, and relax. If you haven't already, I encourage you to take some time to put yourself first and practice self-care. What I'm doing during social isolation to take care of myself is being intentional about uh, 
making time for myself, quiet time for myself. I am a mom, I am a wife, uh, and working from home has created a new layer of uh, challenges, and it's now more important than ever um, that I practice more deliberately self-care. So for myself, what works best for me is structure, uh, and I thrive with structure and routine. So I personally signed up, well, I didn't sign up for it, but I joined a meditation uh, challenge on social media where every day at 1230, no matter what you're doing, you take time to pause and meditate with over 20,000 people around the world. Um, and that has really helped me just center myself um, and commit to uh, being one with myself in quiet. Uh, and I've definitely seen an improvement in my mood, in my focus, and in my performance. One of the tricks about self-care is that often we envision physical self-care as embodying all of self-care, while, of course, there are many other elements to it, such as taking care of ourselves emotionally, feeding ourselves spiritually, taking care of our social needs, our intellectual needs, our financial needs, um, our environmental needs, our occupational needs, and all of that comprises self-care. So part of what I do is routinely evaluate in what areas am I doing well and going strong, and in what areas of self-care might I need to um, recalibrate. So for example, I'm doing okay physically right now and eating well, um, but I could do a little more to boost my um, intellectual stimulation right now. Um, we're stuck at home all day. And so as a result, I have um, set a goal for myself of spending a half hour every day learning Spanish on the app Duolingo. And that's nice because it's an ongoing project. I don't have to think of something new every day to do. I have something that I can return to day after day. And it gives me a sense of structure and control during this time of upheaval. So I would simply recommend that anybody who feels that perhaps they need to send to tend to their self-care, um, that they step back and think about what type of self-care is it that I need to spend a little more time focusing on or what aspect of self-care could I do more on. And finally, I will just say that for many of us, um, whether it's because we are caring souls or because we are parents, um, but it is easy to let self-care fall by the wayside because we're so busy taking care of others. Um, but it's crucial to remember that we can't give from an empty cup. We have to put on our own oxygen mask first in order to take care of others. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Reedy Foley, CEO of Frameworks. Self-care is always an important part of healthy living, but often one we tend to overlook when we're faced with challenges. 
With COVID-19, it feels like we're faced with more questions than answers, and that can be mentally overwhelming. I've committed really to taking a long daily evening walk. No phone, no music, just a real intentionality to observe nature, color, beautiful homes, bumpy sidewalks, birds on a wire, just to take it all in and give my mind a break from the daily overload of seeking answers. Try it, it works. As my wonderful colleagues have just shared, there are many things we can do to take care of ourselves, big or small. We are all different, so the trick is to find what works for you. Remember, everything will be okay. We will get through this together, and the way we're going to do that is by taking care of ourselves, taking care of others, and sharing kindness and compassion with each other. Remember, we are not alone. Thank you all so much for listening. I'd also like to send some special shout outs to my colleagues, Katie Kaiser, Elisa Miranda, Saima Quadre, Sharice Cook, Cece Bridges, Shay Quarishi, and Framework CEO, Elizabeth Reedy Foley. As always, if you have questions or comments about anything discussed today, feel free to reach out to us on social media. If you like what you're hearing, rate us and recommend us to your friends. You can follow SC Elementary on Twitter at FW underscore SC Elementary. Also, to learn more about this topic and all things SEL, visit Frameworks of Tampa Bay at myframeworks.org. I'm James Lucas. I hope your week is full of kindness and we'll see you again next time.